0: Welcome back to Morning Skate, episode 246. Uh, we're almost at 250. Holy shit. Uh, your host, Cat here. I'm joined by my co-host, Brownie. Uh, it's been a little bit, but th- we have reasons why. Uh, but So we have a really, really long podcast to kind of go over. But, Brownie, how you doing, buddy? How you feeling?
1: I am out of quarantine. Now I'm the reason why.
0: <laughs> no, you're not the reason why. You, you, everybody, remember I had COVID? I'm a, a yeah, word. but you,
1: you podcast right through. I was confined to a... Single room in our house, which was not the ideal setup. I ref- I uh, made mention of it in my blog last night, my first Bruins blog in a week and a half because I finally got out of out of our bedroom and uh, just tough bid, man, living in one room.
0: It's rough. How was was COVID brutal for you?
1: I felt fine because I'm you know vaxxed and boosted and the whole deal. I just had a little congestion, but knock on wood, I was fine. But I got to be concerned with my wife. Right my daughter and then my wife was going down to her parents. They're down there now for you know school vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, my father in law's eighty-five years old diabetic. So
0: right.
1: You gotta be careful.
0: So no, no, I get that. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, thank
0: you. Uh we have a time. I'm out in time for four twenty. Yeah, what a day. I, <laughs> what a what a day. Um but, yeah, so let's just kind of hop into it because I feel like this, this is going to be a long one. So, right. Mia Culpa's, let's go. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Kevin Brownie. Thank you, Mia Culpa. All right,
1: Brownie, take it away. All right, so first up, did we? T- I don't know if we talked about this, but instead of calling it a bitch slap, I think we should call it a rock slap.
0: A rock slap?
1: The Because, okay. okay. I mean, Chris Rock got slapped, so it's a rock slap. Rock so slap
0: wouldn't, it, wouldn't a rock slap
1: be a rock slap? Rock got slapped? Well, you call it a bitch slap. Because you uh, slap.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Bitch ain't give up the slap. So, And then this word, this is the word that tripped us both last week. Reverberations. I don't even remember that. Yeah, it's like echoes throughout. Reverberations. Okay. Uh, the Blow movie, Johnny Depp, the character is George Young. He was from Weymouth Math. I was right about that. Uh, he passed away last year at the age of seventy-eight. So, shout out to the legend. Well, Johnny, Johnny
0: Depp's going through some shit right now, is he not?
1: Well, he's a fucking dope.
0: Yeah, it's, isn't he? Like, isn't he at trial or some shit? Or is that a different? I don't know if he's
1: in not? trial, but he, him and um, what's the actress? Is the it is it Amber? Amber
0: Bird is that right? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's in trial right now. I keep yeah. seeing fucking he videos. It.
1: Um, so we talked about alternate captains, third and fourth liners. Jay yep. Google is an alternate captain. Nailed it. Yeah, you did. And I did some uh, research, and there's a bunch. Uh, Jakob Silverberg for Anaheim, Buffalo – I can't read this. Zemgis Gergensens. Thank you. Calgary, Sean Moynihan, Jordan Stahl for Calgary – for Carolina, sorry. Who is the captain, actually? Dustin Brown for L.A., who is a former captain. Cal Carter, Bluck on the Islanders, and Barkley Goodrow, future C of the New York Rangers. Okay. All right. (laughs) And then the last one, the Irish blessing, you was a movie quote, I think. That you yeah. From blow. Wow. No.
0: The full the
1: full quote, the full Irish blessing is May the road rise to meet you, may the wind be always at your back, may the sun shine warm upon your face, may the rain fall soft upon your fields, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.
0: That's a pretty poetic thing.
1: Yeah, growing up in New England, uh, you see that a lot of wakes, uh, funerals. That's on a lot of the mass cards and stuff. So,
0: Wordsmith. All right, not not that that many. So that's no, we did
1: all right actually, but with the long one, we'll probably have a lot next week. Okay,
0: fair enough. NHL (laughs) news. Let's go.
1: All right. Okay, I interrupt you before you even get started? Go for it. So we have a lot of uh, individual career milestones on the sheet, on the document. Connor McDavid put up his 111th point last night, and it's barely mentioned anywhere, and it's not even on our sheet.
0: That's wild.
1: That just shows you the bar he has set.
0: Yeah, right? Like- and
1: I saw that, and the document was already done, and I – I like to have a hard copy and print them out. So once I print it out, I'm like, I'm not adding anything. But, yeah, I just want to make mention of that to, if, to any, any fans. Dude,
0: that's insane. If any ranger yeah. had 111 points, I'd be streaming MVP.
1: Yeah, same, but it's barely <laughs> mentioned.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> that's a, that. Sorry. a really good point. Um, all right, let's just open up a Toronto. Yep. He taps John Tavares, his 500th career assist. I think he was way more dynamic on the Islanders. I don't know if he's gotten older or if just being in Toronto, like, I don't fear John Tavares the way I used to fear John Tavares. Like, when John Tavares was on the Islanders, I was like, oh, fuck. And now he's on the Leafs. And it's, I mean, he's still a really good player. But like back in the day, if he had the puck and he was on the Islanders, it was like, oh, shit, here we so go.
1: I heard an uh, interview, uh, Rick Talkett interview, right? And he's played with and coached a lot of the historic greats of the game. And he talked about what separates someone like Crosby from someone like Matthews, as great as Matthews is, and as much as he can do, Marner the same, and the way they can score. And you could put Tavares in that bag now for Toronto. The thing that separates to talk it at least, um, if you're down, if you're up two to one, three minutes left with a face-off in your own end, Sid's out there. Yeah. Bergeron's out there. Matthews isn't on the ice. And that's, that's, that was his kind of a backhanded way of saying that he's not there. He doesn't have that complete game yet.
0: Yeah. No, it's yeah. an interesting point. No, it is. And yeah. speaking of Matthews, he became, no, that's a, smart, yeah. Yeah, he became the third leaf all time to hit a hundred point mark, joined Daryl Sittler and Doug Gilmore. He also sets a single season goal record with his 55th goal, passing Rick Vave. I think so. Previous high watermark. Um, and then also it was 18 years ago yesterday at the Leafs beat Ottawa 4-1 to in Game 7 of a playoff series, and that's the last time that happened. 18 years ago, dude. <sighs> haven't even won a fucking playoff series? Yeah,
1: that's it. 18 years without a series.
0: Jesus, man. And, like, I'm all pissed off that the Rangers haven't won a cup since 94. I don't know what I would be like if they hadn't won a fucking playoff series. If I
1: was good at editing, right now I would put in the shipping up to Boston or the Bruins goal song right there.
0: Oh, my God, man. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. Um, all right, Zana's chara said another
1: insane. Look at this
0: one. Zedano Chara said another longevity record when he went 21 years between scoring goals for the Islanders. It's been 7762 days uh between goals.
1: Think about that. 21 years.
0: They showed like the video game of what it looked like when Chara first joined the league, and then the video game of what it looks like now that Chara in the league, and it's fucking insane the difference. Uh, NHL, most combined points by brothers.
1: Weren't we talking about brothers last week? Is that why this was on my list?
0: I think we were talking about how Lowry was the head coach and Lowry's the kid. Uh,
1: okay. Well, somehow brothers were on my list, so I that's fine with me,
0: man. Most combined points the Sutter brothers, there were six of them for over 2,900. Brett and Wayne Gretzky, only two of them for over 2,800. Stasny brothers, there were three of them, it's 2,169. Daniel and Henrik Zadine, uh. Just over twenty one hundred. Henry Maurice Richard over two thousand. Stahl Brothers Sweevum, eighteen fifty one. Jamie and Jordy Ben eight ninety seven. Marcus Felino seven forty two. Brayden and Luke Shen six eighty four. And James and Trevor Van Riemsdyk six forty one.
1: In- yeah, that's pretty pretty good. I mean, to have that kind of success, I mean, I mean, Brent Gretzky is probably the biggest passenger on that list. But
0: I wonder, like, if you could pick. Hmm. Because, like, the Sutter Brothers had six. Wayne and Brett only had two. The Stasi Brothers had three. And then you have Daniel and Henry Cousine. There are only two of them. I wonder if you were to take the best two out of the top four and put them in, like, a little tournament, who would win?
1: Probably the Stassys, because I bet you they play the hard. Oh, can I pick two Sutters?
0: Yeah. Out oh, of the 2,900.
1: Okay. I'd put the Sutters on. They're just Fair. savages.
0: There, They are. Um,. Boston College, Jerry York is retiring after 28 years at Boston College. Uh, NCAA record of 1,123 wins with Clarkson, Bowling Green, and Boston College. Five-time NCAA Men's Hockey Championship. and one of three coaches in NCAA history to win the Men's Hockey Championship at two different schools. I mean, he's a legend.
1: I tried to find the other two. Can't find him. He's a legend. Oh, yeah. And supposedly uh, he doesn't swear – He's like uh, you ever seen that old movie, uh Johnny Dangerously no. with Michael Keaton? Yeah, <laughs> no, I like Michael Keaton. Though? Though. It's a it's funny, it's a gangster movie, but they don't swear. He calls people Fargan ice holes and uh you know stuff like that. But Jerry York doesn't swear. Bunch of friggin and gosh hex. Great coach though.
0: Speaking of that, did you see the trailer for Shorzy?
1: No, I have oh, not.
0: Oh man. That show's gonna be fucking kick ass, dude. <laughs> I'll send it to you after we're done, man. They came out with like a minute and a half clip, and it's just like if this is what this show is gonna be about, fucking right. I think it's only like six episodes, right? Like a short I, don't thing? I have no idea. <laughs> I like it'll crush though. Um, oh, sure. more NCAA, Minnesota State Dryden McKay wins the Hobie Baker Award, becomes the first goalie to do so, sends Ryan Miller and does it as an undrafted free agent. Undrafted free engines tend to normally go to New York, so we'll see Dryden McKay next year in training camp. So that'll be nice. I wonder if he's named after Ken Dryden. <laughs> Probably.
1: And the foresight to have a goalie—I mean, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, threw it up. Uh, more NCAA the champion uh, Denver Pioneers are loaded with NHL prospects.
1: If you want to go through all these, it's just a lot. I saw this and I was like, holy shit!
0: I'll, I'll yeah, Bobby Brink, second rounder for Philly. He's already playing Carter Savoy, Edmonton. He's a fourth rounder, Cole Gutman, Tampa. Uh, there's Rizzo, Bullum, Uh, There's a lot of names I can't pronounce. But, yeah, there's there's a lot. There is uh, 12, 12, 12 of them. So, <clears throat> damn. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau hits 100 points for the first time in his career. Johnny Hockey also becomes the fifth player to record 600 points with the Flames. Try it out, Ken. You um, got him? Hold Derell on. I McG- got him
1: written down. Go ahead.
0: Jerome McGinley. Yep. Theo Fleury.
1: Yep. That's your one and two right there.
0: Um, the dude with the mustache, Lane McDonald. No. Um, what was it? it? Hundred points on the fucking Flames.
1: No, to break six hundred points.
0: Oh, <coughs> still a long fucking career. Thank um, you, slap shot. What? Oh, Al McKinnis
1: Yep. And then the last night, the last one was just, just a great player. I loved him. Who? Joe Newandike. And then Gaudreau's fifth all-time for the Flames.
0: It's a hell of a year. Yeah, Uh, yeah, Matthew Kachuk's in at 99 points with five games to play. Uh, Gaudreau's UFA, Kachuk's an RFA. Matthew Kachuk is going to hit 100 points. That's fucking crazy.
1: He's only 24. Superstar. Oh, yeah.
0: Brings an edge, man. Uh, Chicago announced – Sorry, did you
1: see the thing with Kachuk? Because uh, his dad, Big Walt, only got to 98. They they made something with Matthew, like, one more than your dad or something. Oh, they, really? Yeah, it was a nice little thing. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that. Uh, Chicago, they announced plans to retire Marion hosts number no. 81. He will be joining Glenn Hall, Pierre Palat, Keith Magnuson, Bobby Hull, uh, Dennis Savard, Stan Nikita, and Tony Esposito. I'm sure you'll see Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves on there, too. Um, yeah, I but,
1: wonder, would you see Duncan Keith if he Duncan, didn't leave?
0: Duncan Keith and maybe even Brent Seabrook. Yeah, yeah, I can see. If they stuff.
1: keep reacquiring Brandon Saad, I would think they You're you would be surprised to right. see his number up there too. You're
0: not wrong. Uh Carolina and their lost Saturday to Adderby, Colorado. They lost Jordan Stahl. It was a clean hit by Kale McCarr in the third. Then with less than five minutes to play, Carolina also lost Freddie Anderson with apparent left leg injury after a routine save. He got hurt, and then the dude on the Penguins. I don't know if it's on here. Tristan Yari, I think, is out. Yari's
1: time. hurt, too, with a core injury, I think. It's not on here, but those yeah. There
0: are a few potential teams that the Rangers might have to play, so, I mean. sick for the Bruins, so we'll take it. Uh, And Stahl actually knocked a hat-trick for the first time since 2008 this week. Uh, Almost 5,000 days.
1: Yeah, before he got Crazy, hurt.
0: crazy, crazy.
1: Did you see uh, the hit from Kael McCarr? mm So, it was a clean hit. It was one of those reverse, like, he, he like, did, like, a reverse crossover into him, kind of, and then with a the shoulder. But it was like, Kael McCarr was looking the other way, saw Stahl, took like three strides and blew him up. Really? And Stahl's not a little guy. No, he's a big dude. So, yeah, Kael McCarr, he's, uh, he's a good, uh, heck of a player.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, you even put some New York Rangers news down. Hey, buddy. I uh I had these from Rangers Talks, but we'll talk oh, about Oh, you them. want to leave them? No, no, no. I thought these were cool. Gerard Gallant, classy move. The woman who taught him how to ice skate back on uh, Prince Edward Island turned 90 this past weekend. And he sent her a dozen roses to celebrate. Huh. That right there is what I'm talking about with little acts of kindness. Like, yeah.
1: And apparently they call him Turk. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that.
0: Mm-hmm. I forget why. I, I honestly forget why, but yeah, they do. Um, and then Chris Kreider. Broke the 50-goal plateau, becoming only the third New York Ranger to do so. Half of his goals have come on the power play, along with three shorthanded goals and ten game-winning goals. Ted yeah, and-
1: everybody's giving him shit that 50% of his goals came on the power play. Like, they're like, oh, Chris Kreider scored 50, but half are on the power play. Bro, that's but, fine. Yeah,
0: dude, you yeah. say all that all you want. Artemi Panarin, Mika Zibanejad, and Adam Fox are locked up forever. Chris Kreider knows how to stand in front of the net. I don't know if yeah. he score this many power play goals again, but it's not like there will ever be a significant drop-off.
1: It's such run. a stupid thing to... That- to like make a big deal. out of No one's talking. He has three shorthanded and 10 game winners. That's I'm just relevant. If you're going to mention the power plays, you should mention all of it.
0: I'm going to get roasted for this. I, I know one of them. I don't know if I know the other one.
1: Oh, for, um, Oh wait, what I have it on my phone. I didn't put it on the sheet. Uh, go ahead. Adam Graves. Yep.
0: I want to say John Rattel.
1: No. Uh, Vic Hadfield. Vic Hadfield.
0: Fuck me. 71,
1: 72
0: pretty crazy you've had an original six team and they haven't ever had a fucking prolific goal scorer like that. N- nuts. That's sad. Uh, Boston, with this year's playoff berth, uh, Bruins have now achieved the playoffs for the 75th time in team history, showing all of the Canadians 85 for most. Sixth consecutive year under Cassidy, 13th time in the last 15 seasons.
1: So everybody wants to bitch about Cassidy. He's made the playoffs every year he's been here.
0: That's cool. How many championships does he have? No, five. I, guys think a I think that's where the yeah. argument comes in. Yeah, no, right? I understand. <laughs> um, you know what, dude? <laughs> Completely off topic. But now that now that I'm working from home, every day at three o'clock, like I've been watching a lot of Yankees just because sometimes they're on during the day. I'm yeah. a New York Yankee fan, whatever. So I'll turn it on. And then so like oh. I've kind of somewhat gotten invested in baseball, and I have no idea how this just got brought up. It's probably because it's 420 and we're figuring it out, but Um, I used to be a huge baseball fan. Now baseball, the Yankees have constructed this team where all they do is say home runs. Anyway, long story short, every day at three o'clock, Michael K., Don LaGreca, and Peter Rosenberg have like this show. And they go over New York sports and all this shit. And like they talk about uh, the Rangers like a little bit. But do you know anything about Michael K.? Because he was like fucking losing it on the radio today. I don't even know who he is. I don't think I've ever heard his name. He's He's the New York Yankees like broadcaster. And like he knows his shit. Didn't they, have some, didn't they have a woman too? Susan Waldman, but she was never yeah. like that. She was cool. But like, dude, this guy thinks he is so fucking cool, man. It, and it's it's so funny. Like, he's so pompous, but it's like, okay, it's kind of like a Jack Edwards, except for like <laughs> he's super smart and articulate about what he says. Like, he would never say something over the line. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I don't I have no idea what we got here, but. Um, kind of. Yeah, all right. Patrice Bergeron leads the NHL face-off percentage, 62%. Behind him, Tavares, Drew, Tave, Stahl, McLeod, and Kobitar 62% at the dot.
1: Yeah, that's what he's doing right now. It's insane.
0: It's a technique. Like
1: it's gotta be. The, what what I don't understand is how everybody on the Bruins, and I've always thought this, how everybody on the Bruins isn't over like high 50s then. Because Shouldn't he be teaching whatever he does? Or maybe it's just something he can't teach. I don't know.
0: I always thought that, too. Like, I think a lot of it is technique, but I also think a lot of it is, like, one-on-one motherfucker who's getting this puck. Like, I think
1: – It was – so last night's game was on ESPN Plus, and uh, uh, your boy, Don Moore, was doing color, who I thought did a good job, actually. But they had this thing that clearly they were promoting um, where it was, like, face-off probability – Mm-hmm. They put it up there, and he kept saying the same stuff. He was really – and I guarantee the producer was in his ear like, Dom, you got to talk about this. You got to talk about this. But between Bergeron and O'Reilly, it was pretty even, and they're two of the top guys, although yeah. O'Reilly's not statistically right now. But it was uh, it was interesting. I just wish Don Moore would have talked more about it because he himself is over 53% for his career in face
0: he, he was always a guy that, like, if they didn't have him take the face-off, they would bring him out and, like, put him as a wing in case somebody got kicked. Like that
1: was like under Julian, the Bruins would do that. They put out uh, someone who would cheat, you know, and try to get the quick drag in the defensive end. And then when that guy got tossed, Bergeron was right there, ready to go. It's a smart play. No, it is. It is.
0: But uh, oh yeah, Uh, Winter Classics at Fenway this year, Boston Pittsburgh. I think a giant missed opportunity. But it's the
1: it's the least surprising thing on the history of the planet when the Fenway group. Now owns a chunk yeah. of the Penguins.
0: Yeah. So, uh, the Florida Panthers have won eleven straight, and they haven't lost uh, since three twenty-seven at Toronto. Did you see the penalty Mc- Mackenzie Wieger took at the no. end? No. Of- they might have lost last night.
1: No, they, I don't think so.
0: Well, he took a penalty at the end of the game, and he fucking started smashing a stick on the fucking penalty box, and they gave him the boo.
1: Oh, I did see Frank. Frank for Toronto got into it with somebody the other night. And Then they ended up winning, and he completely chirped the media. It was great. Love that stuff. Oh,
0: well, who the fuck was that? I know uh, Dylan Larkin. Oh yeah, that's right, Dylan Larkin. Yeah, has been great. I'll talk about him later. Um, but yeah, the Panthers, man. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah, they 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 are uh, they're looking good. They're peaking at the right time, I would say.
0: Minnesota Wild, <clears throat> Ryan Hartman and Vander Kane got into it last week. Hartman got. <laughs> The max fine for giving Vander Kane the bird, uh, forty two hundred dollars
1: for flipping him off.
0: He received tons of uh, Venmo donations from people. One of them was Vander Kane's ex wife. I thought um, that was great. He's donating all the money to Minnesota Children's uh, Hospital, including the two hundred dollars he received that said "Stay blessed" from the ex wife. After the tilt, it goes to show we had five guys in there. They didn't have one guy in there to help him. I don't think any of the guys are going to defend him. Kane had a different take. It took all five guys, and they couldn't bring me down at something. I definitely would like to like get loose. Put put it that way. The little guys they want to act tough, and they wait for the linesman to come in. There's your quote, guys. I mean, I don't know, man.
1: So to, to go back to the money, it ended up being over thirty thousand dollars. Went to the hospital. Did you With see? The- did you see the play? I saw the. Yeah, the hit and everything, right? And then he went
0: at him. Yeah, Zuccarello was like one of the fucking first ones in there. I love that little yeah, fuck yeah. dude every single time. It's hilarious. He just—I didn't him. think any of
1: it was too bad.
0: He actually, I think he just got his 500th point the other day. So shouts out, Zuccarello shout out to Yep. And then Kirill Kaprizov set a franchise record in Minnesota. I forget what it was for though. Hockey podcast. We're doing good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they uh no, and then. Uh, Marc Andre Fleury is now five and one since joining the wild 244 with a 944 save percentage. Uh, it's pretty good in case you were wondering. I was gonna save this for later, but Igor Shosturkin would have to let in the next 14 shots for the second place goalie to catch up on the save percentage. So that's an awesome. Stat. You figure that out, no way. No, it's uh, somebody I saw it on Twitter. Be like, that's
1: a lot of math.
0: Um, and then Brandon du- Duheim got, uh, found his SUV filled with packing cans. He blamed Matt Dumba, but everybody's saying it could be flour, A lot, especially yeah. the spin chiglets guys. I thought that was hilarious. It was funny, but
1: he's, I, I will I'll, listen, I'll give him credit. He just was like, yeah, whatever, scooped some out and drove away. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fair. Didn't um, face very much. Mark Stone's back playing. He went, He hasn't had a point in three games. Uh, for plus two and over sixty minutes on average. Uh, perfect amount of time to ramp up for playoffs. Good point.
1: Bro. What did you think? Right, six to ten games. That's what you'd want. I mean, he's I'd like to see. I mean, Posnok's a little different boat. He hasn't been out as long as Stone was. You know, but yeah, you know, <coughs> He's under him. And then everybody's ready. Everybody's eligible to play once playoffs come.
0: True. So, but I don't think Vegas is making playoffs.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be an uphill battle. we got to find our things.
0: Yeah. uh, Carey Price is back in that in a, a 3 nothing loss. Uh, Quick shout-out to Will with his can't-miss hammer, the Habs betting tip. Uh, after that's, our, the game, that's our
1: Florida Panthers writer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> after, after, <that> the, <laughs> after the game, Price being able to sit there in your stall before the game and have a few laps, the prep, the focus, and the competitive nature of the game. Everything that goes along with it, you know, the buzz of the crowd, making you save, hearing all the chance, all that you miss. Nice to see Carey Price back. Ovechkin gave him a pound. The other, yeah, day. I saw a
1: little nux at the bench.
0: Uh, this was crazy. <clears throat> so Nick Suzuki made a young fan's night when the uh, when the puck he tossed a kid inadvertently hit a kid in the mouth, giving him a fat lip. He felt bad. He sent the fan an autograph stick. Of course, the Leafs are going to leaf, and they kicked the family out as they deemed the stick a weapon. He yeah. so also took a selfie with the 10 year old. The Montreal organization has reached out to set up bringing the family to a game in Montreal. What? That's just,
1: I mean, I get it. You can have a policy, right? But you've got to have some setup to be like, Hey, just put your stick in here and you can come claim it after the game. Yeah.
0: Hockey, I mean, NHL games are not cheap. You know what I mean? To kick a 10 year old out. And his whole family. And they dude, Every fucking team does that shit.
1: It's like Tampa when they uh kicked people out of the lower bowl for wearing the opposing team's jerseys.
0: It's insane
1: uh, so fu- so fucking thin skinned
0: um then Michael Posada was suspended two games for a legal check to TJ oshi.
1: What a stupid play that was.
0: <laughs> That's why he's Michael Posada.
1: but there's no there's no need for it, and you guys are all h l p a you're all in it together, yeah, you know. <clears throat>
0: Last night, the Rangers played the Jets, and Jacob Truba could have fucking absolutely lit up Kyle Connor. He cut across the middle. Like, Truba had him and, like, let up. It still kind of clipped him. It wasn't a hit or anything. But, like, Connor skated over after and, like, kind of gave Truba shit for it. And I'm pretty sure Truba's like, dude, I could have fucking just killed you.
1: So. so dumb. It's right up there with fighting over
0: clean hits. I just don't. I love fighting, though. so I'll never chirp at Yeah, same, but still, it's dumb. Sidney Crosby had 1,400 career points, become the seventh fastest to achieve the threshold in 1,100 games. Wayne Gretzky did in 580. Uh, Mario in 691. Dion in 1022. Esposito in 1070. Jager in 1086. And Stevie in 1093.
1: Dude, Wayne Gretzky got to 1,100 points. I mean, sorry, 1,400 points in 580 games. Yeah. That's like 2.7 <laughs> points a game. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You think? <laughs> I don't even think I put the puck in the net 1,400 times total in my life.
1: Oh, I know I haven't. That you can put in lacrosse and hockey and all the times I warmed up goalies as a coach. I don't think I've done that.
0: It's insane. Yeah. Uh, he also hit the 80-point threshold 11 times in his career most of them all active players. The pens have now made the playoffs for 16 straight season, longest active street in North American major sports. Kelly Malkin notches his 700th career assist before he's suspended four games for a cross check on Mark Boryatsky. That was just Malkin being Malkin. What a fucking asshole.
1: You know what? The thing about Malkin, right? I got a buddy who lives here. Who's a, a Pittsburgh season ticket holder and he 11 hours away, but he still is. Um, he loves Malkin. Uh, but I used to always give him shit because the way to get Malkin off his game was Chari was great at it. He was just hammer him and Press he him was so pissy. Yep. No.
0: Every time. Yeah. Um, Ovechkin also crossed the 1400 point threshold, becoming 21, uh, 21st NHL player to do so. He now has at least 10 career goals against 28 different franchises, joining Joe Sackick, Brendan Shanahan, and Marion Hossa as the only players in NHL history to score at least 10 goals against 28 franchises. Marion Hossa, huh.
1: Yeah, I know. I thought that was, I was surprised at that one. The other two I got,
0: yeah. Uh, Drew Dowdy's done for the, for the year with wrist surgery. Expect to make a full recovery, be ready for training camp.
1: You missed the jerseys.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, this was cool. The Capitals yeah. are, they're bringing back the Screaming Eagle logo.
1: Who do you think of when you see those jerseys?
0: Peter Bondra. Same. Or Peter yeah. Bondra or Olaf Kolzig.
1: No, I think so. of Bondra immediately. Chris Simon. Maybe a little bit. Of, I was thinking Simon. Maybe a little bit of uh, Mike Greer. A little Adam Oates too.
0: Yeah, I like those jerseys. Hey, listen, <laughs> that's
1: about the only positive thing I'll have to say about Washington.
0: Back in the day, they weren't ever like a rival either. So whenever they came into town, I never like felt the the hate. Because they had weren't scumbags. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Sabres, they set an NHL record for most consecutive missed playoffs at 11. Good on you. <clears throat> Tage Thompson's taking the sting out of the Ryan Riley trade. 34 goals, 27 assists for 61 points, 37 pims. Like He's turning into
1: it. He's getting more, ice, you know, more opportunity and he's playing well.
0: Yeah. Owen Power signed the three-year entry level. He's put up one point and a plus one in three games played, averaging over 20 minutes on ice. His grandmother Yvonne, attended his first game at Toronto, receiving a certificate commemorating the game. Of course, Buffalo won five to two. He, I think, he had like the player of the game or something like that. It's like the saber that like you pull out of this yeah. thing. All the they have a, the they
1: ball. do a saber after the game. Yeah,
0: um, it's, he doesn't look in mean, place at all. Those are all positive things for fucking Buffalo, right?
1: Except for the first one, but yeah.
0: Um, Claude Julian will be Candace head coach, and Shane Doan will be the GM. For Men's World Championship, Julian has DJ Smith and Andre Turney as his assistants. Don has Rick Nash and Scott Salmon as his assistant GM. I just saw that Tom Rennie just stepped down as CEO of Hockey Canada. Did you see that? Oh, really? No,
1: I did not see that. Yep. Oh, maybe Don is going to slide in there.
0: Maybe. Um, But something interesting to see. The PWHPA had a meeting with the PHF and the NHL, and after the meeting, it was announced that there would be no combining of the women's leagues and that the PWHA would be rebranded with a new name and start playing in January of 2023 with a 32-game schedule running between January and April. Other details that were leaked, the league would be based in the U.S. and Canada comprised of six teams, and that the league would have a minimum salary of $35,000 and an average salary of $55,000.
1: That's all great, but they didn't announce any TV deal, and the fact that they're still – like they're still rebranding and they're well this is a different this is a different league oh my God. so they're still not combining with the premier hockey federation who play for the isabel cup that's a whole different league so
0: and every year you hear the same I thing. Feel why like isn't it taken seriously why isn't it taken seriously because every year you come up with a new fucking league and not everybody's in it
1: i feel like there's some people <laughs> involved that are more concerned with lining their pockets than putting the best product on the ice and that's getting in the way of everything.
0: Yeah. Well. See how that goes. Uh Rochester Americans Ben Holmstrom was suspended 8 games for use of a homophobic language in a game versus Utica comments on 3/30. That's
1: your team, right? Isn't that the team by you guys?
0: Uh Utica's not that far away. Rochester's like 5 hours. But oh, all right. we have an uh, East Coast team. Uh, Connor Bernard becomes the youngest player in WHL history to reach 50 goals in a season. The 16 year old, the 51 goals, 49 assists for hundred points in 62 games played 42 pins
1: for a 16 year old in the Western.
0: I give up on like looking at these kids anymore. Cause Lafreniere is supposed to be a sure thing. And like, <clears throat> I don't think
1: Lafreniere is putting up these numbers. No, Actually, he Lass- had a sick goal the other night.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was like the coolest thing he's done. <laughs> uh, Philip Forsberg is the first 40 goal scorer in franchise history. Nashville has five games, the five games left. Okay, fair enough. Um, <clears throat> this was cool. Seattle, uh, well, I was calling the Mariners Marshawn Lynch and Malcolm Moore both both buying as minority owners. And his new capacity, Lynch went viral <laughs> when he took the Zamboni out for some donuts on a fresh sheet. I mean, this guy's hilarious, dude. Like,
1: so he did this when he was,
0: uh, in college
1: in the combine. Was it at the combine? He took a golf cart and ran
0: around all over the place. Yeah, he's done it multiple times. Yeah, it's his thing. It's his thing. <laughs> um, Tim Stutzel downplays Gallagher's comments. I respect him as a player. Everyone has their own opinion. He's a veteran player. I have my opinion. That's all I want to say in that. Not all win over Boston. Stutzel played straight up, and did give up possession to avoid a Bergeron hit. I've seen him dive like two or three times since then.
1: I, I paid attention in the game against the Bruins, and he, he played straight up. He wasn't diving, but he literally just bailed. He saw Bergeron coming, and Bergeron's not the, I mean, I know it's so fast, but Bergeron's not going to blow you up typically. Unless you were pissing him off during the game. But he completely bailed on the blade And, like, you know how you ch- try to jump around a guy? But he just gave up on the puck and just handed it to Bergeron to go back the other way
0: to avoid <laughs> the hit. Take the hit to make the play. Yep. San Jose Sharks, Doug Wilson's announced that he's stepping down from his role for medical leave. Um, not a ton of success in San Jose, but they still have a team. Well, right. they had a ton of
1: success, but not what they were supposed to do. Not the ultimate right?
0: success, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um Tampa Bay, Steven Stamkos, now tied to Marty St. Louis for most career points. Lightning have six games left to play. That's insane.
1: Yeah, well, they played together, too. That's how long Stamkos has been there.
0: Uh, Victor Hedman set a new franchise record for most points by a defenseman, 73 in a season. He's the only D to record a 70-point season prior, and is leading in points uh, in the all-time category for the Lightning with over double of second place.
1: Second place is like Dan Boyle.
0: Yeah, that would make sense.
1: And Hedman has more than twice the points he has.
0: Um, This was cool. Ron Gatslav and Corey Perry, the faceoff for the final time. Uh, Tampa took on the Ducks last week. The two posts were picked during warm-ups and took the opening faceoff against each other. Friendly bet on dinner from whoever won the game, the Lightning won in overtime. Um, two guys that grew up and just yeah. th- were fucking studs. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of They're studs. Still impacting the game as well. Yeah. Trevor Zegers recorded his 19th multi-point uh, performance the season, the most by a Ducks rookie in a single season. He's also currently tied with Bobby Ryan for most points in a rookie season with four games left to play. There was a dinner thing I didn't understand. Ooh, I don't that.
1: understand what this is. Did okay, you know what no, it
0: was? No, not a clue.
1: So if you haven't seen the video, it's in a rink, like where the ice would be. It looked like a 20-foot table with girls on both sides eating, and he was on one knee at the end like they were short a chair.
0: With like a fucking flower sticking out his back.
1: Yeah, but he was eating dinner with all these girls. I didn't understand it. That's why when Clara put up that picture today, I was gonna be like, "Oh, is this your Zegras dinner?" But I was like, "I was like, I don't know, if that's appropriate." To say.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. And then rest in peace to Mike Bossy. I didn't really know much about this guy until he passed away. And when I looked up his stats, holy shit. Um, yeah. He passed away at 65. He played 10 years in the NHL, putting up 573 goals, 553 assists for 1,126 points in 70, 752 games played. He broke the 100-point threshold seven times and over 92 uh, times. His off year was 75 points. He won the Calder, Conn Smythe, and three Lady Bings, along with four cups. Inducted the Hall of Fame uh, He scored at a .76 goals per game for his entire career. Uh, Haley Wickenheiser showed, uh, shared a Mike Bossy memory after you passed. I once met, I once asked Mike Bossy why he uh, scored so many goals. His answer, I rarely missed that. A true natural, he was a kind of generous soul.
1: I kept that in there because when you're gone, if someone says about you that's not family, I don't know how close they were, but if they're gonna say a generous soul, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, you did pretty good. Yeah, um, so rest in peace to Mike Bossy. Double deuce. Uh, Dump and change time. Take it away, Brownie. Uh,
1: Okay, so the NFL approved uh, new playoff overtime rules, uh, allowing for both teams to have at least one possession. They are calling it the Josh Allen rule because the last thing you want is your team. The NFL playoffs decided with one of the best young players in the league without being able to touch the ball. Uh, Kintaji Brown Jackson secures the nomination, become the first African-American woman to get nominated to the Supreme Court. Uh, After it was announced that viewership was up for this year's Oscars by 56%, Johnny Knoxville took to uh, Twitter to tweet at the Oscars and Ben Kingsley, the Academy just contacted me about kicking Sir Ben Kingsley in the nuts at next year's event. (laughs) And then he put something like, what you think, or hashtag, whatever it was. Uh, Oh, uh, rest in peace NFL quarterback Dwayne Haskins, who died after an accident with a dump truck. Yeah, that's brutal. The Ohio State legend was in his third pro season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Sticking with the rest in peace, comedic legend Gilbert Gottfried also passed away at the age of six to seven. Uh, He was an all-time comic, very witty, very fast. He had that really iconic voice. You know it when you hear it. Um, And if you want to see something about how filthy he could be, go on YouTube and look up his version of the aristocrats. It's worth, like, the six
0: minutes or whatever it is. Yeah, uh, one of the most recognizable voices of all time.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, and then in the Major League Baseball, uh, San Francisco Giants Alyssa Nacken, I think, became the first woman to coach <laughs> on a Major League Baseball field when she took over for first base, when Antoine Richardson got tossed. She's been been with the organization since 2014 when she started with the team as an intern. So, shout out to her breaking glass uh, oh, really? ceilings.
0: Hell so, yeah. There you go. That is the dump and change. We are now going to get into some Rangers talks. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. I just have something in If you're wondering if the Rangers are the real deal, the Rangers are 13-4 and against Eastern Conference playoff teams in games that Igor Shesterkin has played. No team has beaten him more than once, with the winning record against every team but Carolina 0-1. He has a 945 save percentage, 1.76 goals against, and eight of the 30 goals scored on him were on the power play. Uh, He's only allowed three goals against four times and four goals against once, and that's in 17 games. Is that good?
1: Yeah, I'd say.
0: So he only played Carolina once? Yes.
1: I wonder why. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's by scheduling, but I wonder if Gallant was holding him back Uh against Carolina because that's – like before all the injuries, right? Everyone was talking about Carolina, Florida, Tampa, New York as the top yeah. big value. So I wonder. Just I'm so, uh, curious about <laughs> coaching strategies like that.
0: So he uh he he didn't he had like a stretch of games where he wasn't playing all that well. Um and he and he gave himself a haircut. And since the haircut He's no, he's still long, long hair, but he said he gave himself a haircut. He's four and one since giving himself a haircut with three shutouts, a 969 wow. save percentage and a 0.81 goals wow. against. Is he going mullet for the summer like you? Is, is that good? <laughs> uh and then in their last three games, three shutouts, uh T4 Igor. One more time. Is that good? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh and then just one other well, two other quick notes. Uh, Rangers first rounder last year, Brandon Offman scored his forty-seventh goal for the Flint Firebirds in the regular season finale. I like guys who can put the puck in the net. Um, and here's one for you. So it's been 14 games since the trade deadline. The Rangers are 10, three and one in those 14 games, Andrew Copp in those 14 games. He has five goals and 10 assists for 15 points, but Toronto got to the Rangers a little bit before the trade deadline. So he actually played 17 games with seven goals, four assists for 11 points. So it looks like what the Rangers added at the deadline worked. Uh, <coughs> Mop being out is that sucks there. they just an absolute fucking cheap shot. I forget the fucking scumbag's name, but I'm telling you what, the Rangers played the Pens, and at the end of the game, it got chippy as shit to the point where it's like, that would be a fun playoff game to watch. So, yeah, it ruins
1: Rangers Saturday, too. You know where that'll
0: go. Right um, and uh, Lafreniere had a really nice goal. Capococco got hurt again. Uh, they, they said it shouldn't be that serious. you should be back for playoffs, but fuck, that sucks. It was kind of nice. Capo uh, scored two, and then the next game, Lafreniere scored two. I mean, dude, they're fucking – they're a wagon, man. They're an absolute wagon. So, that's what I have for the Rangers. <clears throat>
1: All right. For the Bruins, uh, they blew their load in beating Tampa Bay because then they dropped three in a row for the first time in, like, two seasons. Oh, Clearly, yeah. one was circled on the calendar. Um. Passanac got hurt. Lindholm, talk about trade acquisitions. Lindholm came in, looked great, played three games. He got hurt. Then Olmark took a shot in the helmet, uh, shot in the mask, and uh, day-to-day with a concussion. No. Yeah, he's he's back in this weekend. He might play in New York, actually. Uh, At one point, three out of the four top D for the Bruins were not playing. Uh, Swayman, who's had some up-and-down struggles, when he came in relief of Olmark against the Penguins – uh, even though they ended up losing – did they lose the game? I don't even remember if they won or lost, to be honest with you. But they came, he came in. He had a tough second period, but in the third period he dialed it in, and you could hear Brickley talk about in the broadcast how he was controlling his rebounds more. There was a lot of breakaways and the poke check, and you could just see him regain his confidence, which translated to the win at St. Louis uh, last night. Uh The plow play has been – you,
0: you guys beat St. Louis last night? Yeah, in overtime. So St. Louis had won like
1: 10, I think eleven. Right? I think it was nine straight and 11 0 one in their previous twelve. It's a big win. Yeah, it's a huge win. And was of course at St. Louis. It's a good win. And of course the Bruins let up a goal with two point four seconds left in the second period. I was like, you could just hear Jack Edwards somewhere going, vulnerable oh, a minute, you know. Yeah. Um so the power play has been horrific. They're like oh, for the last like 28 or 29. I mean, yeah, obviously it's Pasternak, but Cassidy called everybody out saying that players are playing too selfish. They're not moving the puck correctly. And if you watch the way St. Louis, I'll say a lot. Uh, I'm not a big St. Louis guy. Uh, you know, it's Preston, uh, Preston's team. Uh, and I just can't stand David Perano, as we've discussed. Yes. Uh, but the way they move the puck, I mean, Don Moore last night in the game uh, compared it to the Harlem Globetrotters. I won't go that far, but they find the open man, and they are a very good passing team. And I think that's what Cassidy wants the Bruins to be. Every When he talks about them being selfish, everybody's trying to dangle a guy and go to the net. Like, move the puck. You have one more guy. Yep. Um, so Cassidy coached his 500th NHL game last week, and... Yep. Uh, Four game with the Bruins also, and they were uh, both losses. So thanks very much.
0: Okay.
1: And then this little cool stat: in the last ten years, Patrice Bergeron has been on ninety-one point eight percent of all Selkie ballots. I mean, at some point, he's going to call the award the Bergeron. So
0: you mentioned uh, your power play struggling the next two games. You got Pittsburgh and the Rangers. Pittsburgh has the second-best penalty kill in the league with 86%, and the Rangers are eighth in the league at 82%.
1: Well, when the Bruins won the Cup in 2011, their power play sucked until the second round.
0: So well, it'll be a good test. You're going to be going up against some halfway decent penalty killing. Sure. So
1: so that's what I got for the bees.
0: All right. Uh, Beer League up. I'm still just skating down with the boys, man, having some fun. Uh, some older guys, but, I mean, it's a great time. You go down there, you hang out. Um it's a pretty good skate. They always have 10 people. Uh, it's one of those skates where you don't have to worry about getting hacked. Which <laughs> is really nice. You just kind of have to watch out where people are shooting the puck, so you don't get deflections and shit. But other than that, it's fun. Love doing it. Still hammering the gym, dude, as much as I can. That's kind of my life right now, dude. So that's what I got with that.
1: So I missed Beer League because I was up in Maine working, and then I uh, got locked down. So we had the playoffs. The uh, the boys got it done, which means, because we won the local, we get qualified to go up to Toronto for the national championship. Shut so, up. The fuck, yeah. So tomorrow, I think tomorrow night, there is a Zoom call. Everybody's working out logistics. The wife was like, it's Father's Day weekend, so I don't care what you do. So I might be going to what? Toronto. What's the league? I'd talk about it, but they're not a sponsor, so I'm not going to. Like – is, are there any restrictions in this league? It's a it's a very well run league. We are in. We have talked about them sponsoring us for next season. So yep. I will not say the name, but I'll talk about the league.
0: Like if I like if I lived where you live, could I be on your team?
1: Well, not this team because it's I'm playing a low a level lower than I should be okay. because of my knees. Um, there's a, uh, I think, I think there's like six divisions. And they, they have te- uh, uh, leagues in a bunch of major cities in the United States and Canada. <clears throat> and if you win your local, you get to go up to Toronto for a long weekend and play. That's fucking sick, dude. Three to five games <laughs> over the weekend. And uh, my very first Father's Day, uh, we got eliminated Sunday morning in the quarterfinals. And the rinks up there have bars in the rink, you know? And we always we always get your flight home till Monday because you don't know what's gonna happen. And you go out the night before and rip it up with the boys the last night. And uh, or you drive, whatever, whoever, you know, whichever way you go up. Um, so we were sitting there, we got eliminated like a 9 a.m. game. We go into the bar, we order beers and wings, because we're like, oh, we're not leaving on tomorrow, anyways. <laughs> and I'm literally sitting there with my buddy Chris Mack, and we're sitting across the table and we're eating wings, drinking beers, and he goes, Hey. Happy Father's Day. It was my first Father's Day. <laughs> I was nine hours by car away from my daughter. So well, there. Up. Yeah. it's, hey, it's you. my day,
0: buddy. It's your day, <laughs> um, all right, Dominic Moore's Heroes in- Oh, I gotta get ready. Hey fans, this is
1: Dominic Moore. I'm just gonna take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here.
0: Thank you, Dom Heroes in Zero's time. Um <sighs> You can go first. I don't. I don't even really know if I have any heroes or zeros for the week. This so for the rest of the rest
1: of the rest of the way, I'm all positive vibes. Oh, the, okay. I have two me. heroes. First of all,
0: okay. One
1: is straight out of your page, so <laughs> I'm one of my heroes this Hell week, Oh, yeah, dude. Because do you remember a few weeks back, I was bitching about how Nessen, the you know the Bruins feed for the seventh player award, they were limiting right. who was on there, right? Cool. Yep, and Eric Halla, who, in my opinion, is the definitive definition of the award, wasn't. You couldn't vote for him. Well, clearly, people in the right places are listening or reading what I have to say, because now, well, it's closed, but the voting was still open. Eric Halla was now on the ballot. Okay,
0: Sounds so cool. I got the vote.
1: So Eric Halla, if you win, you're welcome, buddy. If you win, you're welcome, buddy. But so he's my that's so that's one. This one though is my true hero of the week. It's the CEO and founder of Arizona Ice Tea, Don Voltaggio. Voltaggio. Okay. So listen, inflation's a real thing. It's happening. I'm not. Oh,
0: I'm, yeah.
1: I'm not going into blame and whose fault and where at all. But it's a fact. It's here. Okay. Yeah. He has refused to raise prices in the face of record high inflation, including a 17% hike on aluminum for his cans. In a rare interview, the CEO said, quote, everything that people are buying today, there's an increase on. We're trying to hold hold the ground and hold for a consumer who is pinched in all fronts, end quote. Listen, because it's inflation doesn't mean you have to gouge everybody. Yeah. You know pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. So he went from making say fifty points in margin to making thirty five points. He's still in the black. Yeah, he's still doing right, it. Yeah. but now he looks like a hero. Yeah, it's. I mean, you telling me that any of these guys couldn't do this? So those are my heroes.
0: No, I think I think those were kick ass heroes, dude. Thanks, man. Um, I you know I, I, my hero of the week. Oh, man, this is going to be fucked up. All right, so the other morning, so I'm I'm back home right now. I'm getting my own place in June, but just had to move shit in, found an apartment, had to wait, whatever. So <clears throat> the other morning, I wake up with a note. My mom leaves me, and it says, uh, the power's out, this and that, whatever. So I text my boss. I'm like, hey, man, the power's out. We got like five inches of snow, right? So uh, – so, we got five inches of snow. It was so, this like, was a
1: few weeks ago, then?
0: No, this was, like, yesterday.
1: You got five inches of snow yesterday?
0: Last night, yeah, four to five inches, and it was, like, wet. Oh, but, like, it all melted already. Like I know, but I if I was living by
1: you, I could have got around to plowing in.
0: It was just brutal. The power was out. I had to turn the power back on. I forgot to click this one thing over, and my neighbor came over to help me out. Long story short. So, shout out to him. Also, shout out to the- Same neighbor? <laughs> Same neighbor. And shout out to my- uh, Biggest Florida Cats fan out there, Nicole Perez, and the biggest uh, Rangers fan in the office, National Office Ryan Connor. So, um, but that's what I have for that. That's who was zero? Your neighbor? Yeah, just my neighbor. I think oh, so. right. just a fucking just an absolute beauty. So, um, that was heroes and zeros. Now we have three stars. If I can find this thing. All right,
1: Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Roger's Hometown Hockey. All
0: right, three stars of the week. It's 420, ladies and gentlemen, and we're not going to pretend like we didn't dabble with the festivities here.
1: So I also – we reached out to the writers, and Disco came up with
0: the 420 snacks, our Caps writer. And I actually just hit up one of the stores – over the weekend, my buddy Will had a great time. Uh, we got to a train hey, track. What? In in, in in train track? Is that you so, said? So we, we drove out to this weed store, and we got to this train track. And, dude, this train was probably two miles long. Like, it was huge. So I'm sitting in the thing. Uh, I don't even know how it got brought up. I'm like, I'm fast as fuck, boy. And he's like, what? I'm like, I bet you I could beat that train in a race. He's like, fucking do it. We had, like, ten cars behind us. I fucking walked all the way down and fucking raced this train. And I would say I was just about even if not a little bit slower than the train trains kind of fucking cruise, dude.
1: It takes trains a mile to stop also.
0: Yeah. So I ran, ran right next. So that's the closest I've ever been to a train. I'm sure the people behind us are like, what the fuck is going on? But you
1: ever put like a penny on the track?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I normally stay away from train tracks. I was just showing off my fast twitch muscles. You know, that's
1: gotcha. so- Uh In honor of 420, this little fact for you. So uh, this week, or this month, you can also you can see Mars, Venus, Jupiter, and Saturn in a straight line across the southeastern sky before sunrise. In the northern hemisphere, if you head out an hour before sunrise, the planets will appear, quote, strung out on a line across the morning sky per NASA. So I thought that was a pretty nice little thing if you're up that late or that
0: early. It's pretty fucking cool. Huh? I'm a big stars guy, planet guy, do the whole thing.
1: Actually, this past weekend... Do you realize it was Easter, Passover, Ramadan, and Vaisakhi all at the same time?
0: Does that not happen normally?
1: I don't think it does. I don't think all four like that. So that's uh, Catholic, I guess, Christian, Jewish, uh, Muslim, and uh,
0: Hindu. Interesting. Yeah. It's like when all four major sports play on the same day. Exactly <laughs> that's, yeah. that's where we're at so uh yeah, so we're gonna do top three snacks when when we're uh hitting the giggle dirt or uh, top three <laughs> favorite activities that was let the electric cabbage um we'll do snacks I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rip my three off I'm gonna go bang 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 that's all I right go. all right raspberries uh bananas and ice cream. those are my three favorite snacks easily.
1: All right,
0: bananas for sure, dude. And if you could put bananas on top of a green pie and make it a banana cream pie, I'd be totally into that too. But like, I just don't normally have those lying around. Bananas, on the other hand, I do, and I love raspberries. I, because dude, I have a tendency to just eat into everything. raspberries. But,
1: time now.
0: Yeah, I do. I just have a tendency to eat everything. So if I'm going to do that, I might as well eat healthy. And I would throw popcorn okay. on that list too.
1: So popcorn is on my list, but I only like popcorn if it's mixed with crunch a bunch at the movies.
0: Okay, that's a good. Mix one. those
1: together, and then my other one would be wings, but not hot wings. I like barbecue wings, or my favorite, if I could pick for a high snack, would be Jamaican jerk wings. Yeah, I know. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. Best. It's a class. And then uh, cereal. Oh, I love. It. What kind of cereal? I'm a mixed guy.
0: I, I, get, like mixed. I get I get tripped for loving Raisin Bran Crunch, but I fucking love Raisin Bran Crunch, dude.
1: I'll go with. If I could pick any cereal on the planet right now to mix together, it would probably be Sugar Smacks and Goldograms. Sugar Smacks, man. Wow. It's the frog, right? That was the frog.
0: Those were good. Those were That was a cereal that there was nothing else like it.
1: Yeah, Sugar Smacks and
0: Goldograms. Mix those two together. <laughs> all Pretty right. all right. So you have cereal, popcorn, and wings. Yeah. All right. And then three activities. So my honorable mention – Hmm, probably to play ice hockey. That would be my honorable Really? Place. Yeah, because I definitely don't have the legs, but my hands are really good. You yeah. just think they are. No, like <laughs> I just, I do because like I'm just a space cadet. So I'm like, oh, I'll try this. And like sometimes it works and you're like, oh. All
1: of a sudden you're tra- Trevor Zegers. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like, holy shit, where, where, where this where has he been hiding this whole time? <laughs> that's my honorable mention uh my third star will do video games playing call of duty with the boys love hanging out with the boys it's just fun um number two rollerblade there's this one bike path in SPAC, and i bring like a little speaker and i just rollerblade it twice it's like i don't know probably three or four miles that's a fun one and then my number one star is mowing the lawn easily oh good one mowing the lawn some twisted teas. this is i tell people this and they're like mow the lawn i'm like yeah but let me bring it down for you i have a halfway decent size yard it's gonna take me like four hours to do it so i load up riding
1: mower or push mower.
0: riding mower yeah so i, I load up uh my yeti cooler with twisted teas and like freeze pops and shit like that have my little weed pen hit it hammer a fucking twee do a lap come back do the same thing over again so i could probably get it done like two and a half hours but like Probably about an hour. You got to double cut it. You
1: got to stripe it, you know.
0: Yeah, so uh by the time this thing is done, dude, I'm bronze, like bronze. I am on Mars, and, like, I'm having a great goddamn time. And then I throw some chicken and some burgers on the grill, eat that, take a nap, and then that night I have a bonfire. That's just, <laughs> whenever I mow the lawn, that's what I do. It's a fucking awesome day.
1: Yeah. Now, if you only had a guitar to play at the
0: bonfire God, the guitar I'm just not good at it just, I thought I thought that was gonna come to me way easier I just didn't all
1: right so my honorable mention is uh like an amusement park the aquarium anything like that like a <laughs> Museum of Science or like a museum.
0: anything with an admission fee okay yeah basically
1: <laughs> now everything of mine also is with uh headphones in okay. I want to be in my own private Idaho. I don't want to talk to any of the commoners. Pigeons I mean, keep
0: Let me think. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough.
1: All right. So my uh, number three is um, fishing.
0: Oh yeah,
1: dude. Not and there's two different types. Like if I'm out, if I'm out like in a high pressure. Like a high-pressure fishing, like a Fortuna fishing, and I got to be dialed in, and it's a whole different deal. Oh,
0: you can't do it if you're, like, fucking deep-sea fishing. No, but,
1: like, when I used to have my own boat, and I'd go out by myself, and I'd be chasing stripers and, you know, bluefish around with, like, a light tackle. But any type of fishing like that, no pressure fishing. That's what I'll do.
0: Brandon, do you still have this boat?
1: No, no.
0: Damn. If you had one, I'd go out with that. I love fishing.
1: Dude, I used, to, I used to have this little 17-foot boat. Uh, we used to drop it in and out down the South Shore. I had a 12-pot lobster license, too. I think I had six traps. we go out and pull the traps and stuff. Yeah, it was fun.
0: Oh, my God. I wish you still had that. I totally would have <laughs> done that with you. That would have been mad fun.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. We can rent a boat. You want to come up? That a a I know one. where to go. That
0: would, so that would be so fishing
1: is my number three. My number two is grocery shopping. There's nothing better than the headphones in high as a kite spinning through Wegmans for an hour.
0: No, you're not wrong, dude. I wish we had Wegmans, but that's awesome. That's a great one. You need your headphones on. Like, I don't know how people can grocery shop without headphones on. No. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: Agreed. Yeah, that's a tough bit. Uh, My number one, though, is a specific to uh, a place in Vermont called the Antique Mall which is outside of uh, Woodstock.
0: You've told me about this. You and
1: I have talked about. I like to have projects. I made like a pot rack. I made a couple of coat racks. I made my cousin something. And if I go in there with a project, we go up every year for homecoming at Dartmouth, and that's my day. I get one day by myself, and I park the truck. I pack a little snack. I blaze up, and I wander around in there for sometimes like six, seven hours (laughs) looking at every little thing and – Building different projects, and uh, it's, it's my thing to do up there.
0: Yeah, well, so. everybody has their things. Mine's own yep. and yours is antique shop. This is what, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. But well, all right, well, that <laughs> was, before this. we go. I do have
1: this one last thing. So, this was just I, it didn't really qualify as a uh, hero, but I wanted with the holidays and everything and spring, it's just a really great story. So, I wanted to share it. So this kid, his name is Connor Jack. Great name, too, by the way, for a first name. Connor Jack Oswald. He was found in Northern California after going missing for three years. He ended up over 700 miles from home. He's an autistic child who went missing when he was 16 and was found more than 11 hours by car from his home and was identified at first by a distinctive birthmark on his neck. Uh, Police had interacted with him prior to that day, but there was no cause for concern or to demand any info off the kid because he basically was minding his own business as like a homeless guy. Uh, His parents and he were reunited in a super emotional video. Uh, They identified him through body cam of the cop and stuff.
0: Bro, how do you you said they identified him through a birthmark? Yeah. 11 hours away in a car. I never understand how people get identified because, like, where do you find the sheets of these people?
1: Well, I think what happened was, from what I understand, I I read, like, three different articles about it. The kid was... They finally... It was almost like a wellness check because he was, like, shivering cold. He was up in Northern California. And they were, like, the cop... Glad the cop handled it the way he did. It wasn't, you know, like, hey, fuck you. It was... Excuse me. It was like, hey, man, can I help? You know, kind of situation. And I think... I don't know if the cop has an autistic family member or he is aware of autistic, autistic children, something about the vibe, the kid was giving him, uh, He reached out through that network. And I think one of the questions is identifying marks or tattoos or scars or birthmarks. Interesting. So, but yeah, the parents found him. The mom and dad had never given up on the kid and he was missing for three. Imagine that missing for three years. And he's autistic. He shut down. He doesn't ask him for help. He didn't know. He didn't go to the police, you know, and who knows how he survived. But they got him back and super uplifting story, you know. That's crazy. Yeah. Glad he's home and okay. Damn. Connor Jack.
0: Connor Jack. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Brownie, do you have anything else for the people at home? No, just
1: hope everybody has a safe and happy 420. Uh, Oh, yeah. One last thing. Uh, Fink. (laughs) <laughs> on the group text, think our Dallas writer, wanted to know if anyone had any suggestions for how to uh, detox after 4.20. Thank you man child, just take a nap. That's how you detox after 4.20. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Seriously, take a nap, have a Gatorade, and go get them.
0: Yeah, you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. So, no, as always, just a shout out to Jerome McGinley, wherever he is. they're a gorgeous, beautiful bastard, and uh, hopefully we'll see him on the pod someday.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks. Thanks guys for tuning in. We will talk to you guys next week.